Hey guys, you know the drill. This episode is brought to you by Anchor. Basically, it is a website or app that you can share your knowledge or you can share your interest to whoever you desire to. So, let's say you have something you want to share with your people. However, you don't know how to or you don't know what kind of tool to use. And here comes Anchor. Basically, it is free. And also, you might wonder, well, do I have to download anything to edit, like such as like, do I have to cut, do I have to modify voice or like whatever thing? Actually, Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So you don't have to buy any like a specialized tool for just to record your knowledge and share for people. And another question you might embrace is, so how can I distribute the thing that I just recorded? Do I have to just copy and paste to YouTube and podcasts and uh, Spotify, wherever people recently use? Well, Anchor actually will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be hard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And in fact, and surprisingly, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So Anchor has pretty much everything you need to make a podcast and in one place, you know. So, why don't you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm, which is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Don't miss this chance. Hello everyone, this is Kay. Welcome back to my podcast. This is episode 17. So, recently, I received a voice message from my fellow listener. So I really appreciate for a voice message. The reason why I couldn't respond you back really quickly was because, um, so normally when I record my podcast, I do it on my laptop, but it doesn't show any voice message on it. And when I checked on my phone, it popped out. So, you know, I really apologize for the delay. It was like two, three months. But I really appreciate your support and keep listening to my podcast. I really appreciate it. I feel like I'm being supported by you. So the voice message was about how to study Japanese more like an easy way, like a cracking down methods. And also why we use characters. Um, I believe he meant like hiragana, katakana, and kanjis, right? Like why we use them. So today I'd like to talk about that and also deep down on them. So let's move on. All right, so first thing first, I would like to go very slowly. So, um, well, let's talk about when I started learning Japanese. Well, of course, like, I haven't studied Japanese, like, very seriously, right? Because that's my mother language. But, you know, like, reflecting back when I was a kid, when I was in kindergarten, something... I believe first thing I learned was hiragana, right? Which is like a very basic thing to learn. By knowing hiragana, you can basically write whatever things you like to down on paper, such as your name or 
your hobbies or anything. Even could be like objects, right? So、um, hiragana is really important to learn because even if you don't know kanji or katakana, just by knowing hiragana, you can explain about yourself or explain about something. So first thing you have to learn is gonna be hiragana, and hiragana has forty-six characters, I believe, if you exclude the.、Um, Like a, like a dots on top of each hiragana.、Um, I think I explained that topic on the second or third episode, I believe. So if you listen to that, you can get the idea of putting the dots on top of hiragana word. Some hiragana word cannot have、um, that dots on top of each letter, such as a i u e o or Wa o n or ya yu yo. So, if you break those down, like each each letter, to、uh, like a Romanian, let's say a i u e o, those are only one letter, right? Like a is like a、um, a, right? And e is like a i a i u e o, like sounds wise. However, kaki kuke ko. That one, each letter has K on first、um, sound, right? Like a ka is like a K A, so that makes a sound ka, and ki is、um, K I, so that makes a sound ki, right? K I and ki. So you can have dots on top of a letter, so that the sound's gonna be like ga, gi, gu, ge. So including those like a dots letter, that'll be more than like fifty letters, I believe. So that's gonna be the first thing you have to learn hiragana because it is very convenient. Secondly, you can move on to、um, katakana, which is like a it looks kind of like sloppy letters, and the reason why we use those letters is because、um, let's say. Although we have Japanese language itself, and you know, like it is kind of unique, but still we use English word for some occasions, such as like baseball, like a guitar, bass, or even can be the name of the state of the United States. So in that case, we use katakana because it is not necessarily a Japanese word. So you can think like on that way. Like if the word is not Japanese, then you can use katakana. So that'll be, I think, the easy way to think about when you use katakana. So that's gonna be the second thing that you have to learn, which is katakana. And as well as hiragana, katakana has same number of、um, the letters, which is more than. Forty-six. If you include the、uh, dot letter. So lastly, here comes kanjis. So probably kanjis are gonna be the most hardest part for Japanese learner, right? Even that is hard to me, you know, because there are more than like hundred and thousand, thousand. Like I can't even figure out how many there are. You know, like you have to think about. 
that when you read also like the idea of using kanji is not like it's like um you know when you write down something or when you read something you th- think about kanji and you actually need kanji to know however when you talk when you have a conversation with your friends you don't really think about kanji i don't even think about kanji so kanji is gonna be important if you want to dive into the field of reading or writing and uh, if you have ever read manga before you might have probably realized that you know each kanji almost every kanji actually on manga has furigana which is subtitles so it is not really hard to you know to understand what is going on in manga so learning kanji is i would say important but if your goal is just to have a conversation just to hang out with your friends that's gonna be the least important thing to learn because you normally use kanji just for reading or writing so when you have a conversation it doesn't really matter so far i've dissected why we have a lot of characters like hiragana katakana and kanjis right and how you use them in different occasion so in summary hiragana is like can be used for everything like when you talk about yourself well basically it's gonna come to like a written form right of course because you know when you talk you don't really think about like whether or not you are using hiragana katakana or kanji but as long as you know hiragana basically you can explain everything even though it looks kind of like a childish but still it is understandable and katakana is for like a english word such as guitar bass and uh like a kitchen etc and kanjis are as i emphasize that will be important for you people if you want to learn how to read how to write um like a novel letters or when you want to work in japan then probably have to learn how to write kanji as well and know a lot of kanji because when you write down business report or like financial um document whatever um you know you need to know kanji in that case so those are the three um characters that we use to communicate not only vocally but also in paper format so let's dive into how to study which is gonna be very interesting topic for you um well it's gonna be kind of difficult because each person prefer different method to tackle how to study japanese right um in my case um well you know i started from very basic right like when i was a kid i started learning from hiragana and then katakana and my teacher would say okay so by using hiragana let's write down your name let's write down this thing like this thing is like you know sometimes it was car or like a tree and how you write that object down in hiragana like that so like by doing that kind of practice i was able to fully acquire how to use hiragana and i think that's a really good method to learn how to use uh, hiragana 
but also what that object means or the name of the object, you know, like if it is tree, um, that's a very easy word actually. In Japanese, we call it ki, just, you know, one letter. So, um, yeah, I think that'll be good practice to learn hiragana, firstly. And what I really want to emphasize is when you learn Japanese, try not to study only like, um, like a kanji or hiragana or katakana, like try practice on listening as well because, or like a talking speech, right? Because, um, that was a problem I had when I started learning English because I was able to understand, uh, by reading, um, like books, you know, because I knew grammar, I knew some words, so I was able to understand, but when it comes to like listening, when I listen to like audio, I didn't understand because I believe there was like a gap between what I believe a certain word sounds like and also the actual sound what that word has. So like if there is a gap between your belief and the actual word, of course, you wouldn't understand because your brain doesn't really accept the actual word sound as you think, right? So when you learn a word, try to listen to that word as well, like the audio. If you Google it, then I'm pretty sure it will give you a sound of it. And um, after you listen to it, speak it, like try to use it. You can start from like just pronouncing the word and as you go more in advance then you can incorporate that word into a sentence you can make a sentence by yourself or if there is any good example just speak that out and so that it's gonna be in your brain and when it comes to like conversation and if there is any occasion that you can exactly use that sentence that you practice then just you can use it right so that it can easily deliver the conversation so i think that's a really good tip to study japanese not only studying on paper like you know like not only studying textbook but also practicing like listening and speaking and that'll make your practice and study like really advanced and you can be very versatile when, when you compare with the other Japanese learner, because so far I've seen a lot of people who have been studying Japanese and, you know, some people have been studying for like uh, two years, three years, and they're really good at like reading and kanjis. Like when they see um, like, a, like an English word, then they can naturally write the word in Japanese. But when I use a word in conversation, like, I can see a big question mark on their, like, face on top of their head. Like, they're like, what? What What did you just say? Like, they make that kind of, like, face, and I can easily see that through, you know? Like, oh, okay, he didn't get that. Like, although he knows how exactly to write that thing down on paper, and... When I show the letter on my phone, then they'll be like, oh, okay, I know that word. So by doing that practice, you know, like when you study on your textbook, then try listen to the word, try listen to the sentence 
And lastly, like try to output it, which is like speaking that thing out so that, you know, that'll boost your ability to comprehend. So I think that's it for this episode. Although it was kind of long episode, I really hope this episode really helps you out on your Japanese study. And well, in fact, this episode is brought by my fellow listener. And uh, well, you know, he had a question and I really love to help you out, not only for your Japanese study, but also if you have any interest in, in Japanese culture in general. I really love that, you know, you know, that's really, that's very touching. So please give me any voice message if you have any more questions or just a comments. And uh, I hope I'll see you soon. Peace out. And I also want to mention,、um, recently I received a voice message, but unfortunately it was broken. So I couldn't understand、um, what the voice message was saying. So I'm really sorry for that. And if you feel like recently you've sent a voice message, please resend that voice message again by you know, recording it. And、uh, before you're sending it, please make sure whether or not it is broken. So I will help you out so soon. Peace out.